Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 68 and the first episode of 2023. We are starting off with Lara Clementi. She is the creator, founder, and owner of Lola Chimes. It's a chime company. She tells me why she created the company and what are the benefits of chimes. She actually sent me a few you can see behind me. Um, we talk about the benefits that I, you know, most people know chimes as something you kind of send to someone that passes away in your family. Um, but there's so much more to chimes that she tells me about, like the one behind me. So stay tuned, check her out on social media. But before we go and do that, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps out the the future of this podcast. Um, but now I hope you enjoy episode 68 with Laura Clementi from Lolola Chimes. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for joining me on the Pro Series podcast. Hi, how are you, Eric? Good morning. Yeah, I'm excited because we we first um, met over Instagram, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. And you reached out to one of my posts, I think. You you made a mention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And chimes has been something that has come up in um, schooling and other um, projects and the feng shui behind it. And there's a lot more meaning behind it than I think a lot of people just think of. Um, when you have a death in the family or something, you send up a chime. Um, but there's a lot more to it that I don't know. So I'm looking forward to hearing from the expert as you. Um, and I want to first start off and talk about how you started out in this business. I know you're an interior designer as well, and you have your interior design page on Instagram. Um, just give me a little brief on how you started out in the business and what led you into starting this Chimes company? Yeah, 100%. Um, so I was, I think I was born an interior designer. Okay. <laughs> I moved uh, furniture in my parents' house since I was a little girl, obsessively balancing off rooms. Um, and I actually decided to go to school and study uh, interior design because I was also a realtor. And I was like, this is great. It goes hand in hand. But every time I was involved with any real estate, my obsession was making the place pretty or aesthetically, you know, making it correct. So um, went to interior design school. I've never once been asked or needed my degree <laughs> or my certification, which is interesting. Um, but I fell into the yachting industry because uh, I live in Florida and Fort Lauderdale. Um, so I did mega yachts for about seven, 10 years. It was a beautiful, it was an amazing experience um, and a challenge, a different challenge in interior design altogether. Um, and fell into feng shui. I was always intrigued with energy. Um, and I went through a really bad time in my life with a divorce with two little kids. And I just needed, I needed some relief in my home. And I felt like um, no matter how pretty my house was, it was like off balance and something, some energy was impacting me that was bigger than me. Um, so I reached out to a, a master, a feng shui grandmaster. Uh, his name is Angel Depara, And he kind of took me under his wing and started training me. I mean, feng shui is so complex. You'll never finish learning. Um, but I like, I became obsessed with it. And little by little, my my home changed, my energy changed. I used to suffer from anxiety. My anxiety is controlled. Um, and I'm just like, and that's just me doing it, not even at a hundred percent, right? Because I won't compromise like the look of a space for a feng shui ugly product or 
I won't do it because I need to feel, I need to love what I'm looking at. Absolutely. So when, what year did you start the Chime Company? Um, so Loyola Chimes was a spinoff from obviously certain products that are like super detrimental and feng shui that you need to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so Loyola Chimes started maybe the, the whole concept of it three or four years ago only. Okay. Um, and it was in a cross path of my life as well that I was like, okay, I need this. Absolutely. So let's get into the chimes. I know you have one behind, or you have two behind you, or oh, I didn't see the hanging ones. I have the one that you sent me behind me. Um, it is. It has a little. I don't know what you'd call them. The sticks that have wealth, love, and health. Okay. I want to get a little bit on that. Are they built differently, or is it just part of the feng shui? Like, how how does that work? So, um. The reason that one was created was because a lot of people don't have a home where they could actually hang a wind chime or they're renting or they're in an apartment. Um, and I, I I felt the fact that you can um, inject your energy into that chime with grabbing the proper stick to what you're, you need in your life. Everything's intentional, right? Yeah. So you're having a bad day or you're, you need a, a good business deal to happen, meditating and, and grabbing that wealth stick and, and getting that tone right. It literally clears the air. It, it makes you focus. Um, so I wanted something a little more intentional and something that you could actually put anywhere, including a balcony. Yeah. So when you do this, is there a certain way to do it? I, I've seen like TikToks and people just like going crazy on them. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. So what, how are you, yeah, how are you supposed to do it? So, I mean, it, that's one of the big things people grab and they just go crazy at it. That is crazy energy. The whole point is that you're trying to clear the energy in a room. You're trying to funnel the energy properly. Um, so for me, I grab the stick that resonates at that time for me. So let's just say it's love. And I, you hit it one at a time and you let that tone, first you get that tone correctly because depending where you hit it, you get different tones. Um, they're sound engineered as well, but that tone that just kind of lingers and you want that to happen and, and you just let it sound out and then you hit the next one and you let it sound out. And by the time you're done, the energy in the room is clear. Oh, okay. So how about with the hanging ones behind you? I think we on our call a couple of weeks ago, you talked about that being you, you'd want something in your back of your home and that's because it's where all the energy starts or comes in. Yeah. So, so there's sectors in a home uh, in feng shui and I'm not going to get too technical because it's very overwhelming, but okay. there's sectors in your home that, that live there. Um, and there's also flying stars that move around those sectors in your home monthly, daily, right? So you're not going to be moving around at wind chime every five seconds, but if you look at your sectors for the year or where the energies are there's always two like i wouldn't say bad stars but destructive stars that it's always good to have a wind chime um but regardless of all that at the end of the day the energy and the traffic come through the front door and leave through the backyard right that that balance so at the very least having those two wind chimes in your home are going to already impact your home it's clearing energy it's um like I said, it's it's activating, it's it's funneling energy, um, suppressing whatever is needed, but it's cleansing. It's basically cleansing. Think of all the people that come visit you at your house that bring whatever they have going on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So at the very least in the front and the back of your home, it's really important to have wind chimes. Okay. And then what is the difference between the one behind me that you physically um, hit to get the chime and then the wind chime? Are they in, taking the energy away in a certain way, like different well, ways? I mean, they, they both, I mean, wind chimes act for, you know, for the same purposes, for the same cures. Um, it's just one you can hang and let the, the wind itself do the work. Mm -hmm. um, and they have wood and metal, so they represent um you know they represent metal and wood for for the elements of feng shui um so and then they have the stone which brings a little more earth into it right yeah. you can't have fire because they're, they're they'll go on fire but you <laughs> trying to represent as many of the elements from feng shui as possible was my intent okay. um and also as an interior designer i could not find a wind chime that i was proud to display in my house as a it was a piece of jewelry if it was something that I enjoyed looking at. And that's how um, Laiola came about. So bring me back to when you first made your very first time. Are you dealing with an engineer or how are you doing? Are you drawing it up and just kind of send it to a company to design? Or make? So honestly, I went on Amazon and went crazy, could not find anything. And it was really intentionally for my house only. And okay. um, I started sketching and I mean, I came up with like 30 designs of something that I would love and production of a product is so hard and it was so educational for me for like, you know, two years at least I was just sketching, um, doing prototypes, finding the right people, my contacts through the yachting industry with like real custom work, real, you know, metal work. They, they facilitated some of my samples at the beginning. Um, it was a very big learning process. I truly enjoyed it. I love learning, um, but it was very stressful. Um, but I love the creative part of it, right? Yeah. Um, so eventually, yeah, I, I found the sound engineer gave me all the, the spreadsheet of how sound works. I mean, it was like overwhelming. Um, finding the right wood that wouldn't go bad you know, in, in that environment without going too crazy, um, making it, the pricing of it, you know, making it somewhat affordable for, for a regular person like any of us to be able to at least own one or two of them. Um, so yeah, there was a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I know off camera, we talked about, you sent me the, the outdoor one that's uh, behind you as well with the wood. Um, and we talked about like how my backyard is just like a wind tunnel of how the houses are set up. And you had some tips and tricks on displaying that without maybe. So my my um, concern was to annoy my neighbors because of how windy it is. Um, I walk out into my patio and there's millions of leaves there every day, um, no matter what. Um, what. What do you have on that? Can we place it inside the back door or... Yes, you can. Um, so there's a couple of things about it. Laiola chimes were also designed to not over chime because they do have a reputation of either people love chimes or hate chimes. Forget the understanding of what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. Either people are obsessed with them or people just completely dislike them. Yeah. So and and for me as well, if I'm if I'm gonna need to hang them in so, several places in my house, I don't want my house to sound like a musical, you know, instrument. Yeah. So um, they don't over chime; they chime as needed. Um, and I would recommend either hanging it higher, so don't let it drop too low, so that the wind doesn't catch it too too much. Maybe somewhere tucked in in a little corner, um, but a bit higher, so the wind catches it, but not so much. In okay. fact, 
having the wind tunnel that you have going on, the way you explained to me that your townhouses are lined up, you actually should have one in every corner to break the, because you have a lot of energy going on. You need to like, right, tone it down a bit. See, this is a whole side of design that no one really thinks of. You know, you, you can make a pretty space, but you move into, even if you move into a house, sometimes you, you feel something's off. Um, it doesn't feel like home. Um, and I feel like people just think, hey, I just need a new place or I just need to redesign. But in another way, you could have to, there's another way out that, you know, a lot of people aren't exploring. And it's not just with chimes. I mean, chimes is one of them, but um, I, I'm getting into like, maybe 10 products that are like essential to a house and to, to the home's energy mm-hmm. without, let's just say you can't, you don't have the funds to, to rehab your house or change your furniture, or it's how you lay furniture is it's the balance of things. It's water fountains, it's wind chimes, it's, um, you know, baskets. There's a gazillion things, but they're the clocks moving clocks are detrimental to the center of a house. Mm-hmm. So, when, when people go into my projects, it's not so much, oh my God, I love what you did. It's, I love the feeling. That's what I consistently get. And that's what drives me. Oh, absolutely. Because people could, all, I mean, you look at it on HGTV, a design might look aesthetically pleasing, but it might not actually feel good in the space. Correct. That, that's probably the best um, compliment you could get as a designer. Yeah, it's true. Because people live in their houses. They want to feel... You know, it might look pretty at first, but is it comfortable? Is it, you know, is it functional? Is it, does it feel right? And and the feeling in your house is everything. We we spend so much time, especially with COVID, after COVID, so much time in our homes. Yeah, I mean, the, the look is great, but you're, you need, you're designing a space for comfort for that person. Um, that's their safe place. So exactly. um, feeling should always come first. And that's, um, we talk about this sometimes in the podcast about how a good designer will ask a lot of questions, figure out how the customer's feeling. Um, and it's usually negative on the space once you first go there. Um, on that's the main reason why they called you. You know, you're coming there to design for them to make it better. But I, I guess a lot of designers kind of skip that step of making the feel um, that they want instead of the just the vision of the look. And and I, I feel that, you know, some designers also do it for themselves. And oh. at the end of the day, that house is not yours. <laughs> so yeah. you have to take into account what they like and, and what, what they need and what they're asking you for. Yeah, I always say don't do it for your portfolio, do it for the customer. Correct, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think people are in this day and age, like with Instagram and social media, we, we want that pretty picture. Yeah, um, we want to post that nice picture of our living room. Yeah. <laughs> But I would rather have a client review than a picture. Yes. I I get messages and I'm sure you do as well. And it's usually, oh my God, I I can't believe this is my home and it feels so good. And I love coming home now. And those text messages or or reviews to me are the reason I do what I do. It's everything because that's what I not struggled with, but I mastered making a house beautiful. I wanted to make it a home. I wanted to make it energetically correct and so when I got that combination for myself I just I wanted to share it and every design of mine at the end of the day your gift is my wind chime I will hang it in the right place and I will leave you with the right energy (laughs) absolutely so do you think um your interior design business will 
take a step back when with this growing chime company i i hope not at the end okay. of the day it's um the chime is one of the tools needed right so mm -hmm. um but i do want to work on on how to access more people uh, maybe through a course maybe through a little education with the items needed and you know here's your traditional package here's your modern package but mm -hmm. at the very least get me these five products and i'll tell you where to, to put them mm -hmm. um but the, i love design i mean that's my passion so i i hope that they kind of merge together as one yeah i mean this now thinking about that the educational class would be great because Usually a lot of designers, at least the designers I know, they gift something to the client when the project's over. And what better way is one of these project, one of these chimes? Yeah, to me, you're leaving great energy. You're leaving them basically good luck. It's sealing, it's sealing the home with, with that, which is my intent, right? Um, they're also customizable. You can have them engraved. So that's really cool for, you know, for messages or, you know, gifts. Um congratulations that the year they closed on the house you know there's like you were saying for funerals unfortunately people give them for funerals I guess because the wind keeps the energy of their memory alive which is a beautiful thought as well um but they were intended for aesthetically pleasing energy at home yeah so what is the future of the chime company are you expanding to more chimes I know you mentioned a little bit more on different products I would love to. Yes, I definitely. I need to add more products to my line. Um, I have a sleuth of designs. Yeah, I um, so I will, I will be coming out with uh, different, you know, different designs as well. Awesome. So I want to end with where people could find you on social media and then where they could find your chimes, a website and where they could purchase them. It's simple. Laola chimes, um, both for social media and for the website um www.laolachimes.com l-o-a-l-a awesome. -A -A. awesome well laura it was great talking to you this morning i can't wait to listen to a learning session from with you with on feng shui and then the chimes and stuff i hope you do like a live seminar or something oh i love that thank yeah. you was, yeah well thank you for having me yeah if you ever do anything like that let me know i'll definitely promote it definitely awesome well great 